Pops presents Off the Runner. Hey everybody, welcome to a new episode of Off the Runner. Um, today we have a special guest, the one and only Grandfather Goose, or what I guess we in we in the know know him as Shay. So hey Shay, thank you for having us on here. Um so yeah, um this is a new show. This is this is um we're only a few episodes in, so hopefully uh you know, hopefully this becomes something big and uh, we just try to be kind of relaxed and, uh, you know, maybe we'll have a few laughs on the way. So, um, but typically our first thing we would like to know is, of course, our guest. And uh, yeah, Shay, tell us about yourself, sir. Um, well, first and foremost, thank you for having me on. I greatly appreciate it. And I love what you and the other three guys are doing with Build Bros. It's super awesome. And such a great thing to see, like in the community, um, talking to people and the topics you guys go over. Love it. So thank you very much. Oh yeah, of course. Um, honestly, we we will admit this. We're kind of grabbing, gravitating to people that we actually have have had verbal common communications with prior to prior to even starting like uh, Bill Bros. Just because. It feels more natural, and uh, maybe maybe with that, people get like, "Oh, hey, look, Mean Mug's done this, Five Hundred Four's done this, um, now Goose has done this, and anybody else, you know, in the future." And maybe this might be kind of a cool thing, and we're just pretty chilled. So, um, as you, uh, we, nobody can see Shay, but I can see him, and he's just laying on his. He's just laying here, like he's about to do the whole. Uh, uh, can you draw me like oh, one of pay, your French yeah, girls? Yeah, paint me like a French girl you know, pose. Chat. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just you know, coming, <laughs> yeah. to, coming to you from my bedroom floor, just uh, chilling and laying yeah. relaxing. It's a beautiful Saturday. So, um, well, my name is Shay, obviously, and I am a gunpla builder from South Carolina. Ooh, yeah, nice. Now that's the that's the uh, the swampy ass. Oh yeah, yes. Carolina. Oh man, it'll be 80, 85 degrees, and it's it's sweaty time for sure, for sure. Ooh. Oh my goodness. Um, so, um, yeah, so your, your name's kind of pretty, pretty new, uh, unique, I would say. Uh, what's the story behind the, the name, uh, Grandfather Goose? The Grandfather Goose. Um, so, um, obviously super huge Gundam Wing fan. And um, at the time that I had got into Gunpla, at that moment in time, the Tall Geese was the like most updated kit with the RG. Like I literally started on the heels of the RG's release. Um, even though my favorite Gundam is Heavy Arms, that, that tends to be a more typical one you see from everybody. I uh, gravitated to the Tall Geese builds, like I said, because they were super fresh and stuff. And um, I was doing Gumpla for like a year and some change before I decided to get on Instagram and everything like that. And so. Um, I had some time to come up with a name and think about a name like really hard and wanted to find something that stood out. Um, so I didn't want to, no offense to anybody, but like a, 
didn't want to go with like a, a Shea builds or, you know, Gumpla Shea or anything like that, even though there's plenty of people out there whose names I can think of off the top of my head like that. But um, in the um, in the UC, in um, uh, AC, I'm sorry, in uh, After Colony, in Gundam Wing, so uh, yeah oh i just messed up so well in, oh, obviously uh, uh, well, obviously in uc um the rx-78 is considered grandpa granddad gundam obviously um because it is the first gundam well in the ac universe um all of the like all the gundams the Toggies came before all the gundams so it's like the predecessor mm-hmm. for that and everything so um using the play on words of Goose and then obviously looking at it as the grandfather of the Gundams from Gundam Wing, I decided to go with Grandfather mm-hmm. Goose. I thought that was a good fit. <laughs> it's it's brilliant. I um I, I will have to say, um, when I first got on the journey of uh Gumpla and, and the world of Gumpla, I would have to say you were one of the earliest people to actually follow me on uh Instagram. Yeah, I believe it's been... you were like it was like you, Mean Mugs. It was crazy because you guys were kind of like, I consider, you know, still consider you guys like heavy, heavy hitters. And uh, yeah, they have you guys like, and I saw them like, holy crap. Like this, this very elderly man <laughs> um, it just, just join me, which by the way, he isn't. He's, he's like, I think he, I'm older than he is. I am. I'm, <laughs> it's funny because uh, I'm going to hark back. You said Mean Mug, shout out to him. I got to hark back to his, uh, off the runner because he says we all call ourselves old even though we're all in our 30s because i'm only 33 so that's where the grandfather goose thing kind of came in because i felt like it for some reason my perception was that a lot of builders were young and not old people you know Mm -hmm. or or people our age or of all ages so that's where i you know grandfather goose i was like i'm the old guy but i'm not actually i'm only 30 something years old so but yeah, man. Um, okay, Steve. I think uh, CBXXL builds was one of the first of the four of you guys that I found, um, and then from there with Build Bros and stuff like that, I found the rest of you and stuff. So yeah, and and of course I knew I knew who you guys were prior to even starting because of because of uh, Community Boy uh, CDXXL Community Boy. Um, and uh so that's why i when i got on they were like oh you got to follow these people i'm like okay and then you guys followed back and i was like holy crap like okay like i was not expecting that because i know like instagram per per se is a very bizarro kind of thing where you'll get people following you and then that's and then are you follow people and they will not like follow back and you're like okay that's kind of weird because you're not really a have a big following but it's still like i guess a thousand followers really kind of did make you kind of an you know an ao you know <laughs> asshole or something yeah um it's i i actually just saw i mean i've been so busy lately with work but i just saw i had um 1100 so it's good. thank you everybody for that if anybody's listening and stuff and uh yeah um yeah that's it's crazy because anybody that typically follows me i follow them back it's it's like I want to see yeah. everybody's works. I want to, I want to be inspired by every single person. And it's like anybody that supports me, like full on my support back. Like I couldn't, couldn't do anything less, you know? So if it's just a follow oh, back yeah. for a follow, then that's no, no big deal to me. Yeah. And, and the community in general is pretty good about that. Um, just to kind of clarify that was actually not, a, this was actually not really Gumpla. 
I was referring to, just so everybody's clear, because it kind of made me sound kind of like an a-hole just now myself. But no, this was something else entirely. I'm just saying, I was just using examples, just Instagram in general. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, it's a weird place where we're smaller, just slightly larger follow, you know, follower base. People with follower bases will be like, oh, I'm not going to follow you back. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, cool, I guess. Like, and, um, but yeah, so um, it's funny because you, you and I actually kind of have the same origin story for our names because um, um, mine um, is actually um, a, a word, the the initial um, for the, um, for uh, you know, Gundam Wing, mm-hmm. my name comes from the, uh, from the, you know, Operation Meteor, yep. which was the initial project by uh, the colonies to send over the uh the mobile suit gundams and they disguised them as meteors and um so that's where my name came from and oddly enough i went online i was gonna put it up and that name was used um i hate you nasa because actually (laughs) there is some sort of nasa initiative for like meteor watching which apparently they just use that name on unrelated to gundam at all oh wow really i'm like crap okay yeah so i couldn't use that so i was like shoot okay so that's why there's the gundam underscore under it because ahead of it just so that well that you know that's kind of interesting to know that nasa actually has a a a, you know some type of project or a you know thing going on that's called gundam or that well just operation meteor that's just operation meteor yeah that's really cool I, I wonder if they so, know well, at all, you know, about Gundam Wing or somebody in there is like, we gotta, we gotta sneak this in there like this, like subliminally. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Just so some poor guy comes in there. And then I, I thought about it later. I should have, I was like, maybe I should just done like one, one nine five and then on like one oh five and then Operation Meteor. But I, I, just, I don't know. I just, it just didn't flow quite well because that's the year. Yeah. You know, the year after, after Colony, Colony one. one. Five, yep. No, I mean it works. Operation Meteor. (laughs) Operation Meteor, man, it works. Yeah, and of course now I get everybody. Every time I hop on any of the Discord, everyone's like, "Oh, hey, Meteor," which I love. So that kind of makes it even easier. It's crazy, everybody. Yeah, it's really crazy because it's you know it's uh, Goose, Goose. Like I like that's my name now. That's my everybody's like Goose, (laughs) and I'm like that's me. Yeah. So um, yeah, what? So I'm. Everyone out here kind of wants to know, like, you know, what got you into uh, Gunpla in the first place? Um, so I got, okay, well, I mean, we're going to have to go back because before I got into Gunpla, I was into just Gundams alone. And then, uh, but before I was into Gundams, mm-hmm. I was annoyed by Gundam Wing because I had to sit through Gundam Wing for Dragon Ball Z to come on uh, back when I was a kid, you know, after school, when I got home, racing, racing yeah. home for Toonami. To see Dragon Ball Z, I'd have to sit through Gundam, and I'd be like, "What is going on here? Why am I watching this?" And then after a while, it kind of yeah. grew on me because the you know never seen. I wasn't super big into Transformers as a kid, or um, even though I watched like you know the Beast Wars um, CGI, the really bad CGI cartoon. Um, oh, uh, wasn't you know never had seen like Voltron or all the stuff like that. So like Gundams were probably my first real exposure to like mecha you know outside of mm-hmm. i guess what what do they call those i guess they call them super robots when they're like a transformer or something like that well super well they're called real real mecha is what we're into okay. like the, the mobile suit gundams and then uh super are like the where they're almost human 
Okay. They look like kind of like almost like they got like actually like they move like a person, like kind of like Ava's. Okay. Yeah, because I know, I know they just. Boundary. I want to say that they had a distinguishment between the fact of like if it was uh, mm-hmm. autonomous or not. I guess like uh, Transformers. Yeah. So instead of a pilot, so, but um, so yeah, I definitely got in got exposed to Gundam, Gundams when I was younger. Um, had a couple action figures, and I knew that they had the model kits but like as a kid i was like too afraid or like too worried or you know yeah. assumed that the model kits would probably be finicky or something and then fast forward to 2019 um right before the pandemic and stuff started i got a samsung note 9 tab uh well note 9 so it comes with like the little stylus and stuff and i have like coloring apps on my phone and uh one day i'm mm-hmm. like let me color some pictures of gundams and then then I just like asked myself, I'm like, do Gundam models like even still exist? And fortunately enough, found a local shop in my town that was ran by, is owned by a guy that I used to go to high school with. Shout out Jacob and Final Round Games in Somerville, South Carolina. So um, decided to swing by there one day and was pretty shocked at like how many kits he had in there and stuff like that. And picked up my first kit from there. And that is. Mm. That is how I got to where I am now with credit card debt. <laughs> yeah. Well, I um, It's funny. I actually kind of came in from a different angle from your story because I was like more or less flustered with Dragon Ball Z. And I was like, so in, in, I enjoyed uh, Gundam Wing. So it was like kind of like the backwards. Aspect. Oh, the flip like, side. Like, man, I got, I got, I got Gundam. I got Gundam Wing, I love the show, and then because I I, list, I just love that they were to the point, and then you know then I'd like I would still watch Dragon Ball Z, but it would be like, you know, like very little happen, and then next episode, yeah. very little happen, too, next episode, too much filler, like, like this is so bullshit, yeah. yeah, and where you know Gundam Wing was more like okay, the story's progressing, you know, and and it was like I, I love like the political intrigue and everything else that that was involved in you know, in the story, you know, with Oz organization and, you know, the Earth Alliance and the, you know, the colonies and how Oz was just using, you know, the uh, Earth's Alliance to basically do a coup by using the gun. Like, it was so brilliant. You know I mean? It was like that kind of thing that was like, cause they already knew about, uh, you know, Operation Meteor and, and the whole, like, they kind of already sort of in a way inis- initiated it, you know, in a way without anybody else realizing what they were, because, Trace Cushionado was like, you know, actually really brilliant. You know, so. see, it's funny as a four, and he loved his bubble. As a, as a fourteen-year-old kid, this is all like super deep for me, and I'm like, where's everybody? Where are the yeah. space ninjas yelling at each other? <laughs> yeah, <we're, laughs> yeah, yeah. We're the Zoids. But uh, that's that's yeah. a good lesson um, to be learned from Dragon Ball Z episodes: is to uh, finish your manga before you start doing an anime, guys. Come on now, because you yeah. can't deal with that stuff anymore. <laughs> But yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, going and it's funny, tsunami. I mean, it isn't amazing. Just they probably didn't even realize that what what would stem from doing tsunami when they first. Oh, did it, you know, like dude, listening to your they would never. Uh, yeah, listening to the podcast episode, uh, the Bill Burroughs tsunami podcast episode. Man, mm-hmm. the nostalgia and the feels you guys invoked on me on that day. It was, yeah, it was really good. Yeah, they they definitely changed culture you know and change like 
the lives of many kids over here with just by bringing over anime. It's crazy. Yeah, and, and now you got a bunch of us thirty-year-olds like, yeah, like yeah, let's <laughs> let's hang out and talk about robots and and <laughs> robots. <yeah. laughs> it's cool with me though, man. I enjoy uh, it for sure. So, um, and I should preface this as of this recording. So, as of this recording, what what kid are you currently building? Um, actually, I'm not building anything right now i am doing some catch up on water slides because i've been kind of slacking and had a couple kits that were done and either was trying to locate water slides for them because the last kit that i just just finished up which i will be posting pictures of today being today of this recording of my one 100 (laughs) uh gpo4 that was the last kit okay. I just finished, and but as of right now, the current work in progress is putting water slides on my uh, real grade blue sword impulse. Now, when you do the water sliding, are you are you just uh, you just do the just the straight water apply, or do you have any setters? Oh, setters I definitely like that definitely will... use softer. Not well, not softer all the time, but definitely use setter. Sitter, oh, like to sit, set the or set or whatever they call it, you know. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, the the blue stuff. I use the blue stuff. Yeah. Or in the blue bottle. Um. All right. Well, well, that was that was that was uh that was kind of a quick answer. What are you building? Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. I I've just kind of finished everything. I do know what I plan on building next, though. I I kind of want to take a break from like super extensive kits, so I think. My next kit is going to be the high grade 21st century real type version flight type goof. This is my next kit. That I'm oh, the goof. Yep. Oh my God. Everybody's been doing goofs lately. It's like the goof just got popular. Uh, yeah. I, You're not. I think with that battle log, red, red inversion goof. And I mean, the blue, uh, the goof custom is super accessible with Hobby Lobby um, being, the, uh, you mm-hmm. know, one of the places that everybody, it's either going to be. It seems like it's if it's not Hobby Lobby or Target, um, it's like um, was it Barnes and Noble? So that's like where most yeah, people, Barnes and Noble. Most people seem to be getting which their is, kits from to start off. Well, which is bizarre because the two Barnes and Nobles that we have over here, and I've looked for, you know, Gundam stuff over there. They haven't had any Gundam stuff. They always have the uh, arm frames. I'm like, what is going on here? They even have it in the in the Gumpla tray because they have like that little gumpla stand yep. thing you know yep and and it even says gumpla over it but then you get over there and you're like something here oh these are all our arm frames liars they lie to me you know but um yeah but i, I wouldn't go to barnes and noble for gumpla yeah, not not anymore but, yeah, but um, Target. two years ago they definitely yeah. were a little more popping yeah um what what if if any any uh kits are you like really excited about building um well ones that are in my backlog currently man every every single one of them um i don't have a whole lot but i'm got the rg high new that i have been really waiting to get to and then beyond that the rest of my um p bandai um endless waltz kit so the master grade tall geese 2 the master grade ultron gundam the uh master grade heavy arms custom ew and then the tall geese Moodle master grade so all those 
And then waiting for right now, definitely the RG God Gundam. That is going to be a really good one. Oh. Now, I got to ask this, and this isn't uh, actually a question that uh, that's typically asked. Um, This is completely just something I thought of. Um, The name Shay, what's... Uh, is that a family name or it's just unique? And I ha- I just was curious about. Um, that. I don't really know. That's I guess this is what my mom picked. Uh, yeah, I don't. Okay. Yeah. All right. I just I'm like that's so unique, just like the way it is. And I was like, I wonder if there's like like a family name or anything like yeah, that. Okay. It's... Sorry, going off topic. No, no, no. You're totally fine. T- typically, most most of the time, it's uh, I typically meet females with the name Shay, and then if i ever typically mm-hmm. meet guys with the name Shay, it's usually spelled like s-h-a-e instead of like s-h-a-y so yeah partly that was part partly of it too um for those who don't know how his name is spelled it, it was also the spelling too i was like oh Shay, like okay that's different and i just was like oh maybe he's maybe that's literally a family name especially the way it's like spelled and yeah, no definitely so. not just uh i guess a one-off because my mommy thinks mom. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it's cool. It's a great fucking name. Like I, like my, my name, my actual name. I, I don't use it. I don't use it a lot, Claudian, because everyone's first bat bashes it. Like when they see it, they bash it. They're like, oh, well, uh, well, like oh, how do you say Claudian? And or the, the, they go even worse. They go like way off. And I'm like, yeah, sure, that's not my yours. Name, yours but, is so, definitely like Shay, you, a unique name. Yeah. I've never never seen. Them. Uh, hate yeah. it. <laughs> No, no. thanks to my uh well i can't even think of my my parents for that because i don't even know who they are so um but so okay so going back on uh subject um so or more or less gumpla <laughs> um wh- as far as grades are are concerned what what is uh your preferred grade um definitely gonna ha- man it's hard now to say that because as much as I like to say real grades are my favorite, I don't paint real grades, and I've like definitely had fun learning and doing paint jobs and stuff. So like, overall, it's it's going to be high. It's going to be real grades. The color separation, the detail in the parts, mm-hmm. the amount of pieces. Um, but yeah, real grades by by far definitely the my favorite. But uh like a good high grade because you know i don't feel as um i don't feel as yeah yeah as bad you know like it's not as tedious to paint <laughs> you know um and i like i like doing a master grade because master grades sometimes are a little bit easier but they're big and stuff so but overall real grades for sure for sure yeah i've um i've only worked on the one of course uh, the legendary exia my legendary one. Oh yeah you i've know, heard about this that thing heard about, yeah, yeah i heard about this last yes, you heard about you know, Everyone's heard about how that went. I was like, and then um, I, I seem like I seem like I really gravitate toward MGs. So um, I actually have a high, I actually have my high grade, which was my first one, which is kind of like, sort of like a kind of a Dahmer position right now with all the parts <laughs> separated. Like, uh, like, like you go down there and you're like, wow, this this person's like taking apart. They got body parts of these. <laughs> kids like what's, what's this person the weird person no it's my little uh my little zaku t- is gonna get put together um so it's char's uh char's uh zaku. is it the revive and, um, or that's the... actually my first OG one, one. Uh, and it's it's funny i opened that up too i got it out and i was like okay there's not a lot of runners in here okay and then 
I looked at the panel. I'm like, I just like literally lifted it up and just kind of like unfolded like a wallet. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, where's the rest of it? Like, because I'm just used to the whole booklets, yeah. like that you get for the MG, you know, the MGs. I'm like, like, is there? Um, do I have everything? Where's all the millions of stickers and everything? It's like I got one, one sticker, okay, which is the you know the single eye, yep. and um, which is funny uh, to kind of go back to going to uh, we were talking about earlier with uh, super robots and real robots um, when they were initially proposing the idea for Mobile Suit Gundam they were so concerned with the fact that people wouldn't get it. Like as far as like the whole real mech thing. So they were like, well, can we do something that's sort of super mech? And so the designers came um, with the, uh, the single eye Zaku. That's why Zaku looks so like organic versus like the other kit, like other um, mechs in there is kind of like, well, maybe they kind of would understand that the things that look like these weird, like creature, almost like, nazis yeah. like nazis like you know like german you know like saying you know like yeah. would maybe they would get that and they would be like oh okay they're not so like humanoid like the all. kids would get it you know yeah. the kids would kind of get it like oh that they look evil they look menacing versus like the the other you know the other mobile suits and stuff so uh just to kind of go back to there i was, I was like oh i should have brought that up earlier but um all right so uh yeah so what is uh what is uh, your favorite kit you've built? If you were to sum it up. Favorite kit I've built is going to be RG Talkies. Um, I've built mm -hmm. four of them. Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I like the fact that it's got like, a, obviously it's, they don't have a high grade out um, except for like the old, old school ones, which are not, not the, not the greatest, but you know, um, for the time, I'm sure they were good. But uh, it's got like you know all all the bells and whistles that I could ask for, and um, it's got like good articulation without having too much articulation. Um, some of the RG kits you get you know you get so many points of articulation you got to move one thing and, and everything else moves too, and the tall geese isn't isn't <laughs> that bad. Um, okay. The body style is pretty much the same in between the one, the two, and the three. Some small alter you know some small alterations, but um, it's pretty solid mm -hmm. and. Uh, yeah, I got I got all the RG versions except for like special finishes, so definitely my favorite kit. Yeah, I um, in fact, uh, I have one, and I have one that I'm going to be planning and building. Um, the RG, and it's a Toggy, so yeah. hopefully uh, I don't have the same problem I had with Xia. I hope they actually, like, actually figured out how to you know how the parts work because. Um, that Xia, they they really dropped the ball on yeah, that. I I've so. I've actually wanted to since RGs are my favorite. I've like questioned buying them all and building them all, but um, I've I've already done a couple, uh, specifically the Ale Strike uh, number three of the RGs. Not my not my cup of tea. Mm -hmm. I bought the Strike Rouge um, from P Bandai, and the old frame, the waist. Uh, the waist for those old frames are definitely not the most, um, you know, stable uh, waist. So mm -hmm. once you get that backpack on with the L striker, it is it's a done deal. That it will it will not stand up after a couple months. So you're gonna have on the sand. So uh, you know, uh, besides that, all of the newer ones, like moving forward and moving away from that that pre molded frame, has been very very nice. That original first frame. Hmm. 
Um, so now we know your now we know your kind of your favorite types of kits. We we know uh, we know a little bit about your name and a little bit about everything else. So um, now we want to know is customization. What um if you do any, what kind do you do? Oh man. Um. Yep. Let's see. Well, obviously, I don't know. If water slides are somewhat customization because I do have like the you know the um the miscellaneous sheets that are like random you know different caution mm, signs okay. and stuff. Yeah. The like the mix yeah yeah mix signals that aren't for anything specific. So I like to do that just to kind of set it off and make it a little one off. I have recently um, picked up some of the. Tamiya, Tamiya weathering kits, the pallets. I got three of the pallets with like the rust and the suit and stuff like that. And um, those are actually pretty cool. Um, I haven't done a full kit yet with them, but I plan on doing one hopefully soon and eventually. I have done the. Um, okay. I need to take some pictures of them, but the, uh, the little Star Wars kits that you can buy, like at Hobby Lobby and stuff, they're like 10 bucks. I did them on those just mm. to get a get a feel and an idea for them and uh they, they definitely come out really cool and definitely you can get some good good effects with them for sure um and then beyond that painting man um air i started doing some paint jobs with the uh the gundam marker airbrush system um because okay. like obviously got got some gundams was at the local shop saw gundam markers i'm like oh this is paint and I can paint my gundams with this, and then when he when he showed me the owner of the shop, Jacob, when he showed me the airbrush system when it showed up, I was like, "Yes, let's do it." I mean, it was at the time being in an apartment, it was a better idea than having like a bunch of paints and having to have like a compressor and an airbrush and stuff like that. It's like here's a can, here's a, a, a airbrush. You just put the pin in and then spray away and stuff. So I did a handful of kits like that. Um, came to or I came to the opinion myself that the paint from the Gundam markers was not strong enough because I was seeing like a lot of uh, a lot of nicks and stuff like that, having issues with the paint and not. It seems like sometimes paint pen to paint pen or like Gundam marker to Gundam marker sometimes they're not the same consistency, um, even of the same mm. color. So just to kind of get away from that, I started using um spray paint. Um, like spray paint cans okay. uh, that you can get like Hobby Lobby, like testers and stuff like that made for models. Um, and I have tried some Tamiya spray paints and I've gotten some pretty good results, some decent results, but it seems like the smaller the parts, uh, the harder it is uh, sometimes to keep things clean and without getting too crazy. And then it starts costing a lot going with uh with spray paint cans yeah. oh yeah, yeah it starts costing a lot and so yeah. then i moved to airbrush and uh want to shout out ready builder 2 um he got me i talked to him a lot and he got me set up on using vallejo uh vallejo mecha color paints and that's what i've been using for the past couple of paint jobs i've done so that's about that's about it for customizing yeah, as of this uh, recording, I still have not <laughs> touched my airbrush yet that I purchased. Oh yeah, I, I heard um, you talking about it last just, time too. It's, yeah, it's still like yeah, still still there, and I'm I, I, just big intimidation. It really is. Plus, plus, just I gotta I gotta figure out when I got get money to buy the paint. Thinner. Yeah. 
and all that. And uh, then lacquer. It's like, oh, like you got to do some process. Um, actually, you're the first person I've so far talked to that um, uses the cans. So yeah. um, for uh, the actual cans, like leg- legit cans. I, and I know um, uh, 504, Koji. Yep. Like I talk to him all the time and he uses the, actually specifically Gundam pens. And actually, the chrome looks really good. Like I, I will have to say, the chrome oh, paint yeah. pen is really uh, it's actually pretty phenomenal. Surprisingly, yeah, that Gundam Marker EX, that chrome, that yeah, I've used that on a couple of things, and it's it's really yeah. impressive. Um, I work in the automotive, um, like automotive body repair, um, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. I'm a parts guy, so I order all the parts for cars and stuff like that. But uh, I have some really good friends in the paint department and stuff like that. And, um, would, you know, talk to him about, Hey man, paint, you know, recommendation on paints and how to do this and how to do that and certain techniques and stuff. And, um, when I showed them the, the ability to have a Chrome finish from a marker, these guys were just like, what in the (laughs) world is going on here? They were really blown away that something like that could like come out. So, so nice. So yeah, that's, there's a, some sort of uh no pun intended goofy goof going on <laughs> in that uh in that marker <laughs> yeah for sure i it, it it blew my mind so but i plan on getting into uh airbrush myself um the um what's your so of that what what's like the thing that you most enjoy about customizing a cat um i'm gonna have to say right now it's it's the learning curve like um starting airbrushing like with an actual airbrush and actual paints was super Mm -hmm. frustrating um and like getting to points where i'm just like i don't even want to do this anymore like why am i even doing this like questioning like i'm so frustrated and i'm so aggravated by the complications i'm running into because i'm inexperienced and i lack the knowledge you know and um you know just doing it and you know you know, talking to a bunch of guys, man, there's so many guys out there. I can't even name them all that I talked to about airbrushing and what I was probably doing wrong and what I could do better and, and stuff like that. And, uh, mm-hmm. I think, um, the breakthrough, like the hardest part of my learning curve, I kind of broke through that with the last kit I painted, which was the command quant, the battle log command quant. Um, that, that kit i learned more about airbrushing and i learned how to correct a lot of the issues that were causing me um you know causing me to not be able to finish things on time or not be able to complete the project in the way i wanted to like why is my airbrush clogging up Um, why is my paint doing this how many times do i need to do this or do that um like how many layers of paint and stuff so you know, I, fi- I finally got over probably what was the biggest, biggest part of the learning curve with that last kit. So it was, uh, it's definitely learning how to overcome not knowing what I'm doing. And then obviously now I know what I'm doing. So that's probably the best part of customizing for me. Yeah, we, um, I have a, my, my thing is I got sort of an air ventilation kind of, I guess I don't want to call it a situation, but I just got to, I think I'm going to, try out in the in the garage and just make sure i don't mess up the garage yeah and like get like one of those little stations and just do it in the garage yeah. 
and um and then the 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 fee for <laughs> the fee for paint yeah and then i say i'm i think that's really it i'll, I'll actually just go and do it yeah because that's your your that's great wisdom here people just do it like if you ever if you're not sure about something just just do it you're gonna you're gonna fail the first time everybody does like the masters all failed the first time you know like it doesn't it doesn't matter that's everything photography building that's every aspect of it yeah. you know yeah it's just about being prepared to fail and then try again yeah you gotta put the you at least gotta put put some some effort in and just you know failing is still learning because you're you're seeing you know what you know where you could go wrong and you got to figure out how can i cause this to not be the case so. yeah what um so your we know your favorite now what would your least favorite thing about <laughs> customizing a kit would be? Not being able to figure out why I can't get the result I want or why, you know, what what is my problem. And the opposite of, you know, like figuring out the problem is the best part. Not yeah. being able to figure out the problem <laughs> is the worst part. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's uh, yeah. you know, it's, I guess it's like that dart. It's a laundry list. It's like a, it's like a I, I'm a big, uh, after being a big Dark Souls fan, I'm I'm a glutton for punishment in some ways. So where it's like, why is yeah. this aggravating? Why is this frustrating? And then the moment you break through, and you're like, oh, like I got it. Like this is it. Like I can do this now. And so that's yeah. It's the, the flip side of the coin, basically the double edged sword. Mm. Well, which is kind of the question. Is kind of it's kind of like the inverse of what we just yeah answered. yeah. So yeah, that, that's a good that's a good answer because that's kind of what yeah. It's like uh, what do you? Oh, I love the fact overcoming it. What do what do you hate least about it? What do you? What's the least thing you hate? Like well, well what's the most thing you hate about? It? I mean, I'm sorry. Is uh, I didn't have my coffee today, so I'm. Oh well, no, you're fine. Uh, and I mean, besides oh, that, it is having to pay for more tools to be able to do new things, to do new customizations. That's the worst part. Like, oh, I want to do scribing. I need to buy, I need to buy vices and 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 like, um, you know, like uh, what do they call those things? Uh, the just drills and like all this crazy stuff to be able to oh, do yeah, this. They... You know, chisels and yeah. things. So, guide tape. Yeah. So that's the only other worst part. Um, all right. You mentioned airbrushing and and using cans and everything. I don't. Did I hear you or not? Did uh you do hand painting? Uh, I actually for the first time did hand painted details on the GPO four that I just did. Um, so okay. as as I said, I my favorite kits being RGs because of the like the amount of color separation mm -hmm. that the lack of needing to paint things for it to be color accurate. This RE1100 was <laughs> the very opposite of what I like. And it was very lacking a lot of detail um, and just mm -hmm. a lot of plain parts. Like there was just some big plain white parts with like no detail. And they do give you some stickers for color correction. But when you look at the box and when you look at the manual at the painting kit, you're like, this is the I. This is not what I'm gonna get when I get done if I don't do something else. So, um, for the first time, did some hand painted details with some. Um, with I used Vallejo Mega Color, just like I use for airbrushing. You can mm -hmm. use for hand painting. So, had to hand paint some um some like red on the thrusters, um the giant wing parts that come off the back. Had to paint in some gray uh gunmetal in there, and uh, same on the legs, some more gunmetal parts and stuff, just to give it a a better 
a fully detailed look. So I think it came out a lot better now that I actually put that effort in. So, so, um, so you're kind of like a man of everything. You've done it all pretty much. No, like, wow. no, unfortunately I have not done it all. Um, I, like I said, I, I do really want to try scribing. That is like the, the one thing I've yet to okay. do that I really want to do is, is probably scribing. Scri- it's, I'm going to be honest, out of all customization, I do believe scribing looks to be my favorite because painting a kit does set it off from the normal kit itself. But I mean, you can still see it's the same kit and stuff. But, but when you're like, when I see a kit that has like surface detail, especially like added surface mm-hmm. detail. I'm just like ruling all over the place. It looks so good to just see that customization and like, you know, to see somebody who's done so much scribing on a kit and I can't, I can't tell if it's a conversion kit, like a resin kit, or if it's like an actual kit that they just modified, you know, themselves. So it's, mm-hmm. that's definitely my favorite, favorite things that I would love to do, but I have not. Um, so on the show we tend to use the word favorite a lot. Mm-hmm. So um for for the general the general building aspect of it. So this is pretty general. This is kind of like you just did a build and you're looking at that kit you just built and you kind of think to yourself like what is what what is the thing about doing these builds like after you've done that build or or even yeah, actually, yeah. Even in maybe in the future, what what is it that sort of like is your favorite thing overall? Like, if that's a question that makes sense to you, like, what is it about what is it building that you, gunpla that I enjoy the most? That kind of like gives you that itch to do it again. Um, yeah. So this is going to go into my life a little bit um, because this is a very perfect. It's it's, it it really like kind of adds up why I probably. Um, got so into gunpla at the time so um i from the time i got my first job ever until about three or four years ago i have worked in the food and bev industry um so did a lot of mm-hmm. kitchen work you know a line cook guy cooking food and stuff like that um and most of the time i was typically the night night shift guy so i'd come in do my work and then closing the store at the end of the day you have your little list is this clean is this put away is this done and then you know you turn the lights off and you go home and you know your job is done for that day um so i had a had a change in career and stuff like that and got into the automotive industry and it's a little bit different with how things go because um while there are some cars that can come in and be repaired in one day um some cars come in and they take you know anywhere from days to weeks to even months depending on if a part is available and other factors so with that being the case, um, my my lifestyle had changed and I lost my daily sense of completion is, is the best way to say that, you know, um, mm-hmm. because even if I left work today, I would be like, did that part come in yesterday? Did that part come in today? Is it going to come in tomorrow? So it's like a never ending, you know, the, the only sense of completion I would see is like the customer picking up the car. And most of the time I'm busy working to see that. So I lost that sense of completion and then getting into Gunpla with the career change, it brought back a sense of completion, putting it together and seeing it done and being like, I did this, you know, like I did something from start Mm -hmm. to finish and there's nothing else I can do to this right now. And like, that was, it was a very good thing to, 
to be able to fall back on gunplay to get like a to get that sense of completion again in life. That's a very good. That's a very good. Epic. Yeah, that's a very good answer, bro. Like that's that's it, it affected um, me definitely a little more on a hobby because as much as it was a hobby, it was like a a well being you know factor because like you know mm-hmm. I, for some people it could just be like you know making your bed or or doing laundry or stuff like that. It's like you know to work you're there for eight hours so it's like a big part of your day and uh it helps come home and take my mind off of the lack of you know something's not done it has to be done tomorrow well i'll worry about it tomorrow mm-hmm. oh i hear that i that's my thing that's actually my driven what drives me about gumpa builds i was to be asked that question myself mm-hmm. is just i get to go there get to put on anime get to just be building i just dissolve into the build you know what i mean and then you're just kind of like and i i especially being away from it i've been very antsy and very like on edge a little bit <laughs> because like i just kind of enjoy that okay this is me i'm doing this by myself quietness you know like except for the anime of course yeah, yeah. You know? and then you know you're just kind of like oh you're building it and you're like trying to figure out and you're just you know and you just kind of like like I, I like to tend to like daydream. I just I'll just daydream into it. So like, so it's probably partly why I'm such a slow I, builder. But you know what I mean. It's still that you know. Yeah, I could even actually experience. Uh, yeah, I could even actually say, and on some levels, it almost is like a form of meditation. You know, you throw throw on some music mm-hmm. and and grab you a sheet of water slides and just go to work. And it's like you just get in the zone, and yeah. it's literally like like a you know therapy sometimes. Well, yeah. Well, like appreciate that answer i, I was, yeah. we, that's what we try to do here we're, we're, we're just we try to learn about you know the builders kind of what motivates them and stuff. yeah we so, all we all definitely yeah. have so many different like backgrounds and and reasons why we do things so it's it's really cool to you know be able to be able to talk about it and also to be able to hear other people's you know yeah well yeah this might be literally the first time a lot of people that may know you like your work now now they know what you sound like mm-hmm. you know how you are really chill dude like instead of uh, south carolina he's probably wishing he was in south california you know area yeah. like on a on, you know like he's got a surfer board he's like he's oh like- <laughs> dude more so than anything being closer to you know like pop-up shops and stuff because us east coast dudes are <laughs> you know shit out of luck when it comes to anything cool like especially gunplay wise because I'll, yeah. I'll be over here and they'll yeah. be like oh i'm going to the pop-up shop today where i can get like a p bandai kit for you know yeah. bare bones price and i have to pay like twice the price somewhere so it happens but you know it's all good so uh so we we know you're more more or less your favorite thing um what would you say, and this is excluding the event of saying that male person turning around in your in your driveway and just and coming and then all of a sudden it turns around. Oh, you remember that story? Yeah. I was like, that would have been hilarious if she was just like, Oh, I just need to turn around and you were like, I w-. he's he's literally responded to me like pretty quickly, he's like, I would have been so pissed. Yeah, yeah, like, that day I was waiting on my flugel and they literally like drove up yeah. and started turning around before she even got out the truck yeah. and I'm like, Why? <laughs> um so yeah, what 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 would you say um, is the is probably your least favorite thing? Like, how, if there is really, a it's, I'm gonna have to say how much time it uh, it takes, or that I that I don't have because uh, 
Yeah, not not having enough time to do all the kits that I want. But it's cool, you know, because uh, when I first started, I was blowing through kits like super fast because I had more time mm-hmm. or I was only doing high grades and I wasn't doing any water slides or any any painting or any top coating or anything like that. So um, I hate not having enough time to, to you know, s- spend all day on a kit or all weekend on a kit. Um, so little, we're going to kind of do a little segment for anime and, um, kind of, uh, loosen ourselves up a little bit with the anime, uh, here. Um, you got a favorite show? Are you currently watching or anime or do you got it? Um, so I don't, and this is, um, pretty funny because I don't typically watch anything on TV unless I'm eating. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. Yeah, I don't, uh, if I do put on something, um, ever, like, I guess if I'm building or whatever, it's usually just for background noise. As far as anime goes, I currently cannot say that I'm watching anything, um, but the, I don't know if it can, uh, uh Mugs actually said this as well, um, I don't know if it is technically considered an anime, but um netflix's castlevania was the last like series i watched okay okay it It is it's considered yeah okay if that's considered anime then definitely Mm -hmm. by far that is one of my at least most recent most favorites from the 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 story at sometimes a little little crazy but um it came through pretty Mm -hmm. well and uh the animation itself this some of the some of the stuff that goes on in that show is like just beyond wild so mm-hmm. super super big fan. Even though I was never a fan of Castlevania as a kid, it, I was a big fan of this anime. Um, but yeah, the show the show's been pretty decent. Yeah, it's been really good. Um, and sometimes a little long, it's sometimes a little short, but uh, I feel like they rounded it out very well for what it was. So mm-hmm. uh, all time favorite, obviously Dragon Ball Z. Um, I had never seen anything like it when I was first exposed to it. Uh, somebody. Someone somewhere um, used the term visual crack, and I can't agree mm-hmm. more. There was something about all the colors, like seeing seeing green people, or seeing like you know like just people from space and seeing aliens and just seeing you know it's it was just something way beyond anything I was ever used to as a kid. Um, so like I just definitely gravitated to it. Um, was never a big fan of Dragon Ball. Never got into it and uh, watched some Dragon Ball Super. Not the biggest fan, but Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. Love that, for sure. Um, Gundam Wing. Love it as <laughs> as far as to why I'm into Gundams and Gunpla and stuff like that. Literally your name's Yeah. Like... <laughs> uh, go, go to watch it as a 30-year-old and I'm still like, man, this is super convoluted with like political, you know, yeah. political... Uh, tones and stuff like that. I mean, intrigue. M- m- most you can say intrigue. Yeah, yeah. But most, <laughs> most, uh, you know, Gunplus, Gundam stuff is got some political stuff. But uh, Gundam Wing is it is there. And he's, I, I remember, you know, even just recently watching an episode and I'm building a kit and they like Trey's is talking. I'm like, dude, where do you come up with this stuff? Like, what are you know, like? Like, man, yeah. you are you are in there. So, but uh, yeah, other. Other than that, there's not anything I'm currently watching um, or 
and this doesn't have to be anime either. This this could just be oh, in general. In general? So like you know. Uh, sorry, yeah. Like if gonna have to shout out right now the Squidbillies for sure, for sure. There's something about some crazy redneck squid people in Georgia that just makes me laugh. It gets <laughs> gets gets me to have a good time. What um what favorite characters um and again like I said this doesn't have to necessarily be anime necessarily but you know what you got a favorite character in any of these shows um in Castlevania Saint Germain if if nobody's seen it or, or if you haven't seen it I would highly suggest you mm-hmm. give, you know give it a chance if you, or you know try to watch through if you if you can Saint Germain's a pretty interesting guy um how he kind of is um introduced to the story and and what his what his overall goal is although hidden at first he kind of kind of brought to light what he's i don't want to spoil it for anybody you know what what he's Mm -hmm. what he's in there for you know what he's uh out to do and then you know you think you've seen the last of them and you haven't and then that's the that's the most i'm gonna say on that so yeah um any any um anything upcoming that you're kind of like looking forward to um so i don't know what it's exactly called but i've been seeing the um this new i'm not sure if it's a gundam movie with the rx78 and the new high grade um zaku they just announced with the funny face that either people love or hate at the moment i don't what's that thing called hold on it's called something jupiter right from or from Mars, oh that's or... oh that's the newer newer ones um give me one second the um kukuru's doan's island version oh i don't that i don't know yeah this, there's like a it was like a i guess a new um i'm not sure if it's an ova or a movie or what it is but um, they just released a new version of the rx78 and a zaku um doan's zaku i might be murdering that name right but or murdering that name but uh looks pretty cool it's like a battle yeah, battle wow. damage zaku and uh got a little funny looking face but that that looks kind of we'll interesting we'll have to look into yeah. that bill bros like <laughs> like uh i know we're trying to get some we're trying to get some news and stuff on some new some new content coming out so yeah for animes um, we'll have to look into that for sure yeah um I know there's some stuff coming up real recent, like really like, of course the, um, you know, the halfway trilogy, cause that's a trilogy. And then that one they just announced and then they had announced an- the one I just mentioned and then they had announced another one, but, but I believe it ended up being like an April fool's thing. Maybe I don't know if that was like legit. So I, and I forgot to go back and check and, uh, yeah. So I know there's some stuff coming out that's recent like brand oh. new also i kind of dropped the, in the i dropped the ball on this but um gundam okay. wing endless waltz the movie is uh, hands down oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't like i've watched some of the other gundam movies um hathaway was really good with the um like the new the cg and stuff like that um but at obviously at the time um seeing endless waltz and the animation that went into that and how much better the animation is in that than it is for the yeah. gundam wing show because gundam wing reuses a lot of uh a lot of the same like artwork and stuff like that over and over again yeah. so the the endless waltz movie by far is one of my favorite animated things um what's his name the the main artist from dragon ball z 
the uh akuri uh akura uh 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 the animation yeah akira toriyama is the overall yeah, yeah, yeah. The creator and for the manga but for the um for the animes back in the back in the day some of the new ones well they they went with a chinese company i believe it was something like they had a third party because they couldn't handle all the dragon ball like it was like oh, they literally couldn't handle the the work. It was like immense. Yeah, because there's and they um, ended up like yeah, usually because I I think even with now they like overall the studio has a bunch of animators, but for like certain key key parts of the story or mm. key parts of the show, they have uh, like a specific um, you know lead animator, and then for like the rest of the show, they'll have like a bunch of different animators and stuff, and that's why sometimes you'll see like because wasn't that to- Toei? Toei, uh, I, yeah, Toei, Toei animation. So I think his name is uh, Yamamoro. Yeah, Yamamoro. Oh, Namanor, Tadayoshi Yamamoro. Uh, he is probably my favorite okay. artist for an anime because. Um, oh yeah. He, oh, yeah, yeah. He did a lot of the uh, like when the Super Saiyans were first coming out. Um, a lot of like uh, the fusions and stuff like that. His, his art mm-hmm. was like super relevant. Had a lot, a lot of the Dragon Ball Z promo art that I remember from being a kid from Yamamoro so yeah and 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 then I know there was I know there's been talks about how the quality just dipped much further down the road like I think after like cell and stuff it just because they literally just could not handle yeah, the load they just the were not being able to handle just all the work it was like it was like literally driving like the main animators like nuts because they just were like like how much more do you want <laughs> like they really they really pushed um it pushed um, the animators really hard. Um, well, um, this has, uh, yeah, this has uh, been off the runner um, with our with our guest, our honorable uh, grandfather Goose. Um, we want to thank you for having us on. You know, having having come on here um, and taking your time. I we appreciate it. Uh, and I, uh, where can we find uh, Grandfather Goose? Um. Mostly, obviously, firstly, you're going to find me on Instagram, a grandfather goose. Um, I don't really do too much else, probably because I mostly don't have the time. Um, don't do really a lot of streaming or anything like that. Don't really have any YouTube videos and stuff, but uh, mostly just kind of stay in the realm of Instagram for right now. And... Um... And you can find uh, Bill Bros at uh, Bill Bros underscore uh, MI on Instagram. Also, check out our uh, website for uh, spawncamp.co. Uh, make sure to put the CO, it'll send you directly to our website for uh, spawncamp. We'll have everything uh, there uh, WSD, uh, OBO, Bill Bros, Off the Runner. Everything will be. Uh, there for your viewing pleasure. Uh, you can find me at um, Gundam underscore Operation Meteor on Instagram. And if you go there, just look up my uh, info there. I have a tree link with all my content. And you can uh, find uh, find me also on Twitch. And I do have a very small Twitter where you can enjoy my uh, adventures in coffee and cheesecake. So, which I'm sure drives drives a lot of these people nuts. They're like, "Oh, look, he posted a lot else. 
literally coffee. Yeah, and I've, I've been so, on a, yeah. I've been posting cheese fries in my story multiple times a week, so don't feel bad. So, um, thank you for having us again, um, Shay. It's been an honor to interview you. So. Hey, thank, thank you. It's definitely All right. a huge honor being on here, and I appreciate appreciate you very much, sir. And remember, everybody, keep on gumpling. This has been Off the Runner. Don't forget to check our other podcast, Bill Bros underscore MI, at any of the respected podcasts, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Also check out bondcamp.co for all other shows.